Hi everybody, my name is Dora Kermay. I'm an author, performance coach, and former professional table tennis player in New York. You are listening to the Game Sat Match podcast. Have you ever wondered how the greats of any industry are always able to perform at a high level, even under pressure? What is their secret? In this episode of Game Sat Match, we will uncover how to handle stress like the pros, the importance of mental health and well-being. And we are back here with Dora Kirame. Exciting to have her here again. She's a performance coach and so much more author, friend, you name it. <laughs> Please say hello if you don't mind and introduce yourself to everyone to start. Hi, Jill. Thank you so much. Hi, everyone. My name is Dora Kirame, and I'm the founder of Dora Kirame Incorporation. It's a New York-based company that offers coaching services. And I work with athletes, professionals, teams, and anyone who seeks fulfillment and well-being in their mind, body, and spirit. And my effective training programs are de- designed to reduce stress, successfully manage internal and life balance, and maximize performance. Beautiful. So clearly, you're a writer, performance coach, athlete. Would you mind discussing that a little bit as well before we get started? Oh, absolutely. I'm an athlete as well. I'm a table tennis professional. And I played for the Hungarian table tennis national team for six years and won European championship uh, in my uh, age group in teams. I was also a top player under age 18 in Europe and also top 10 in the U.S. as well. Wow. (laughs) And uh, I also published a couple of books as well on uh, mental toughness and uh, the books are get your game face on get your game face on like the pros and my my stories of mental toughness on and off the table yes and my background this is psychology as for psychology I have two master's degrees as well great (laughs) and last time we discussed uh, teamwork makes the dream work Uh, what it's like to work with teams in a sense right and uh, today I think we're going to talk a little bit about the stress the stress of it all and how can we really learn to handle stress like the pros do and uh, the importance of well-being. So also want to point out DoraCurame.com. That's her website, D-O-R-A-K-U-R-I-M-A-Y.com. Would you like to share your phone number, email address as well? Oh, absolutely. So my email address is D-O-R-A at D-O-R-A-K-U-R-I-M-A-Y.com. And my phone number is 347-849-1563. Perfect. Also, you do a lot of keynote speaking. I want to point out and engagements and mental health uh, must be one of the biggest things and stress and and coping, right? And it is Mental Health Awareness Month uh, for this month. Would you mind sharing a little bit about that? Oh, absolutely. So um, this month is about mental health awareness. So it's very important to know the symptoms if anyone dealing with any mental stress symptoms and also uh, just knowing the symptoms are very important so this month is about also building awareness about this and also educating people so whoever recognizes the symptoms they know what to do and basically rather focusing more on the their self-care routines or or they can also ask help from professionals and I also I mean I can also share some statistics because many people are not even aware of this for example one in five U.S. adults experience mental illness each year and less than half of them receive treatment also there are some other statistics that 
one in 20 years adults experience a serious mental illness each year and less than two thirds receive treatment. And also one in six US youth experience a mental health condition, condition each year and only half of them receive treatment. And also these 54% of lifetimes mental illness begins by age 14 and 75% by age 25. So it's very early. And that's why that the average delay between the onset of mental illness symptoms and the treatment is 11 years. There's a lot to do and, and education is super important and just recognizing the symptoms because all these things are preventable. So it can be a pre prevention is key here. Wow. And uh, to all those, you know, suffering, it's just a hard thing. And I mm -hmm. honestly want to say that I feel mental health and well-being has been talked about so much more, especially after the pandemic. And I feel like it's a yes. lot more acceptable. A lot of people have been private about it, you know, uncomfortable to talk about it. But I love how the pandemic has really, I think, brought it out in us to, to talk about it and say it's okay to not be well mentally. So many of us are suffering. So I just want to bring up that aspect of the pandemic. There is some good that comes out of it. So you say one in five U.S. adults experience mental illness each year and now yes. less than half of them receive treatment. So mm -hmm. stress management could really be helpful. I mean, there's a lot of us that suffer with this. Can you talk a little bit about what that process is and, uh, you know, what exactly is stress and how can we <laughs> go about handling it? Stress is a normal phenomenon in our everyday life. And it's the body's neutral reaction in response to physical, mental or emotional pressure. And it's subjective how we react to stress because the same stimulus can cause different responses in different people. So it's very important how I said the first step is always awareness just to know that um, how we are interpreting a situation, how much stress we experience and the same situation can affect people differently. So we have to just accept these things. Oh, how sad. But stress is something if we could learn to cope with it better. Clearly, I think less people would be affected, but it's always not that easy. So could we talk about a normal stress reaction and kind of go over what that looks like? Yes, there are three stages of uh, stress reaction. The first one is a fight or flight. The second one is adaptation. And the third one is regeneration. So to demonstrate this, let's go back to prehistoric time and imagine that a tiger or a lion is coming and a caveman is just noticing that the tiger is coming. This is yeah. the first stage of the normal stress reaction mm -hmm. and it's called the fight or flight reaction. So when the tiger or the lion is going toward the caveman, the caveman has a fight or flight reaction and he can start running or go against the animal. That's going to be the second stage, which is called adaptation, in case the caveman starts running, hopefully. And the third stage is when the caveman needs to rest. He needs to rest out his bloody escape. So this is the regeneration phase or also called relaxation. And this is what the normal stress reaction look like. And the same thing is happening in our everyday life. But we don't have lions or tigers on the street, but we have deadlines, phones, workload and other stressors. And especially during the pandemic, it got way more also highlight, you know, the stressors change for, for sure. And isolation was also a big stressor. Wow. And uh, you say, you know, stress, um, is it always bad for us or can stress really be good? <laughs> 
Because we need that reaction response sometimes, right? How, how does that work? Could you share? Yeah. So, so stress is not a bad thing. And that's why it's so important how we react to it. Is it a fight or flight uh, response? So stress is normal. It's, and, and it's n- not all stress is bad because everyone has an optimal energy level. And the goal is to keep your optimal energy level. And why many people believe that the term of stress describes a negative situation, the chemicals can also give you energy and strength. So I'm sure everyone experienced when you're not nervous at all, you're not going to do that while you're not challenged, but you're too nervous. That's also not good. So you want to find some balance. And also, actually, there are two different kinds of stress. One of them is the you stress Mm. and the other one is the de-stress. Ah, didn't realize that. So you stress is a good type of stress that works as a motivator. You you stress makes you feel excited about the challenge and also seen uh, as an incentive to get things done. So feeling pumped up can promote the release of endorphins and makes you happier and more energized. Why there is distress when the stress becomes too much to cope with and it's identified as as bad stress. So it's called distress. And the the challenges no longer seem to be fun and there seems to be no end in sight. So continuous struggling with too much stress can cause exhaust your energy and drive and you experience fatigue and exhaustion. And the worst case, scenarios burnout. And let me ask you to to define stress, if you don't mind, because there are also quite a few different forms of stress in general, right, Dora? Yes. So there are different kinds of forms of stress. So there is acute stress, which is a short-term stress. And there is also chronic stress, which is a long-term stress. And acute stress, I give you some examples. So when somebody is in a traffic jam or having a job interview or giving a presentation or, or having a getting a speeding ticket or any kind of tickets or any argument with people, your spas or criticism from colleagues or boss. So this is a single episode of acute stress and generally doesn't cause problems for, for healthy people. So there are short, short-term symptoms such as, I, I mean, there are physical, mental, emotional symptoms. So um, everyone experiences these kind of stress. You feel a rapid heartbeat, shallow breathing, dry mouth and sweating, right? So uh, these are the physical symptoms. And also uh, people might feel nervous and yeah. very, stressed out and irritated and also there there can be concentration problems so this is a short-term stress and okay uh, people are uh, bouncing back quickly it's it's part of our everyday life but there is chronic stress which means long-term stress so example for for chronic stress when someone has having any financial stress or work-related stress marital problems divorce academic pressure caregiving moving to a new home getting married chronic injury. So it's a long-term stress and can cause the same symptoms as short-term stress, but also it's happening a longer period of time. And we can recognize chronic stress when when the person's habit is changing. For example, the person, person starts smoking again or gets isolated or starts behaving differently. It's, it's very important to recognize that also there might be a change in even social behavior as well. How I said, uh, the person can, can get more isolated and also the communication style can change and the empathy and tolerance decreases and there might be more conflicts. And, and the last 
when when the long term stress is happening, so chronic chronic stress is happening for five ten years, that's when someone is going to experience burnout. And the signs of burnout is, for example, someone become very critical and more critical than before, and uh, emotions feels blunted, and there is more again, isolation, irritability, or even frequent illness. There are difference in the mental, physical, and emotional coping skills. And it's very important to recognize this. And, and also, especially in New York, everyone is working so hard, right? I mean, other parts is the word as yeah. well. And there are so many stressors. And it's important to recognize when somebody has a burnout. And I also have to say, people are more have a more tendency to have burnout jobs that... Anyone who sacrifices themselves for a long period of time, they have a higher risk of burnout as well. So it's just good to be aware of these. And burnout is one of those things, right? Where burnout becomes like uh, if you're overworking at a job or doing something too much, repetitive. It's mm-hmm. like a lot of people in the medical field suffered with that type of stress over the pandemic, yes. right? And exactly. I'm sure you've worked with a lot of people with burnout. That that That's just got to be so hard, mentally draining on someone, especially during the pandemic. I think a lot of people suffered with that. Yeah. So, and I can also tie it back here, uh, what's really important, the, the recovery phase, the, okay. the regeneration, but because there is only a fight or flight reaction. And after there is the coping skills, the adaptation part, right? But if there is no recovery, that's when burnout happens. It's important. And we talked about before what you can do with that. It's also the same. You want to decrease the stressors and increase the resources, right? Yep. And the increasing the resources means that also you are having time off sometimes or so, yeah, right. taking a break. Well. So let's talk specifically what we could do about it. I know uh, you talk about reframing the mind and how can we, we do this process to, you know, recreate a better um, mind and mental health well-being. Reframing is very important. So your thoughts affecting how you feel and negative thoughts can affect you in a negative way. So reframing your thoughts are crucial. And it's very important to identify automatic thoughts and replace them with more balanced thoughts. And um, there's a technique to do that. It's called CBT. It's a cognitive uh, behavior therapy that basically you're just identifying the situations when you are having automatic negative thoughts and uh, you're replacing them with positive ones. It's also a good question to ask is when you're in a situation, it's very stressful for you and you're recognizing you're always negative in those situations is that is there another way to look at this situation? That's a very good question to ask. And just going back to give you an analogy, how CBT look like, how I said, if you have negative thoughts, it creates negative emotions, right? So reframing is to imagine looking through the the frame of the camera lens. You can also look in that way. So the picture seen through the lens can be changed to a view that is closer or further away. And by slightly changing what is seen in the camera, the picture is both viewed and experienced differently. So let me give you an example here. So for example, a woman is upset who, so for example, she wasn't chosen for promotion. She can think about the positive things that could come from not being promoted. I know it's very, it can be very frustrating, 
but also she can look uh, in a new way. For example, she can know that new additional stress would have come from that promotion. So an, another role can be, can be a better fit for her, for her long-term career goal. So that's just an example here. Well, we like examples. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's good. So we got we to gotta learn. You got to yes. relate. No, absolutely. Yes. And also, for example, if somebody's getting a ticket because he was texting while uh, driving uh, or speeding, driving, yes, or driving, speeding, mm-hmm. it can be very frustrating. But on the other hand, it can be viewed as well that not to do it again in the future and prevent accidents, right? So yeah. it's a change of view, how you look at situations. Got it. So yeah. is there another way really to look at the situation? Yes, and I'm going back here and tying back to social support, looking for help, even if you're talking it with someone, even with a friend actually can help or colleagues just talk through different situations, because even connecting with others helps and just just talking about it. And also the other person can help you to give you a different perspective on it as well. And of course, you can talk about it with professionals as well. That's another level, but just connecting with other people and asking for help is also very helpful. Just asking for their point of view as well. Good. Well, let's talk about some ways we can help benefit and we could get through the stress together. What about healthy habits in a sense and sticking with them? Yes. I mean, I know that everyone knows what to do, right? The the hard part is to do it. But yes, choosing healthy habits and stick with them. It's very important when someone is experiencing high level of stress. So focus on what you can control daily and create healthy routines. So everyone, how I said, has an optimal energy level when you can perform and, and feel the best. And sleeping sleeping is very, very helpful. And you want to create healthy sleeping routines because it's affecting how much stress you will experience and how you cope with stress. Also, eating healthy is very important. And also hydration is super important as well. Just paying attention to your sleeping, eating, and hydration uh, routine are very important and can help you to cope with stress in general. We all need a little help with, right? For sure. (laughs) Uh, What about being proactive, uh, you know, and being open and willing to look for help and ask for help in a sense? Yeah. So the hard part, I'm sure everyone can relate to it. Sometimes it's difficult to ask for help because we think that we are the only one who is experiencing that. But everyone is going through that and and it's very important to be proactive and look for support. And how I said that even just talk to someone uh, who will listen to your frustration will help you to remain positive, to connect with others and talk to others. Got it. And what other advice do you have for us to handle, to manage stress? Um, You know, for example, is it also, you know, working with people, being mindful, maybe mindfulness is another technique, right? Yes, mindfulness is a great technique. Mindfulness is the awareness that arises from paying attention to the present moment without resistance. So you strive and move forward the moment you wholeheartedly accept the way you are. So Accept, acknowledge your feelings and name them to help you to really stress, uh, will help you to move on. And mindfulness techniques are breathing exercises. So even just if you are just take 
you take one minute and you just start focusing on your breathing and nothing else and how you feel, it will help you understand and also feel how you feel without any judgment. It's super helpful and it's helping to manage stress, um, definitely. And other routines such as meditation are super helpful and also yoga. These are all mindfulness exercises and helps you to build the awareness and, and also connecting with yourself. What about um, journaling, writing <laughs> your thoughts down? How does that factor in? So handwriting is very helpful. I know nowadays the young generation is naturally doing that. Yeah, they but, don't even uh, learn how to write script in school, Dora. Yes, yes, I know, I know. It's uh, crazy. So for this is for the older generation, but just in general, in journaling is very good. So if somebody still have uh, pens and can write, I would recommend the handwriting as well because it creates certain chemicals in your brain, which is good for you. And research has shown that handwriting is better for you than writing on your keyboard or laptop. Although I know it's, it's a little old school. I but, like uh, it. It's more engraved. <laughs> if you're writing it, it's like it sets in your head a little bit, I think. Uh, yeah. Uh, we also talked about it before, but again, just reminding everyone that writing down what you are grateful for, super helpful, you can put it on your phone. And the root of joy is gratefulness. So it helps you to channel your thoughts on what matters to you and to stay positive. And, and there are a couple of apps that can be very helpful for you. For example, uh, gratitude, daily journal, and the five-minute journal, just to mention feud, but everyone can do some more research or even just writing down those on your phone. It's, it's very helpful. And I would also suggest that to write down three things at the end of each day that you are helpful for. It has many good effects. And even some some families do that at the dinner that you have to say three things that was positive in your day. So that can be also a good thing to do for the family. And also you learn more about how was your family member's day. So that's a good way to do that at dinner and the other way is also what good to do that tell the people in your life how much we appreciate them everyone likes to know that they are appreciated and their positive reactions can help put you in a positive mood too so that's also very good and lastly writing down your goals are again very important And so let's talk about some of the services that you offer that can help people with stress. I do individual consultations. So anyone who would like to work on their stress management skills can reach me at Dora at DoraKermay.com or call me at 347-849-1563 and we can set up an appointment. And so I do individual sessions. I also do group sessions and I also give keynote speaking engagement as well for companies. I've done a couple of those. Great. And also just to remind everyone to get in touch with you, Dora, could you share uh, the best form in all forms of contact? My email address is dora at dorakurimay.com. My phone number is 347-849-1563. And my website is www.dorakurimay.com. Now, glo- globally, I know you've been on the, the forefront with ExxonMobil, UPS Europe, uh, then uh, take it to another level, individuals, high school <laughs> students, and uh, you work with a lot of different types of people from businesses to individuals and young and young people as well. 
yes, I, I work with individuals, young people, and so big companies, how you mentioned. And yes, it's great for everyone. So I recommend it. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Dora Kirame. Exciting to have you here, performance coach. Exciting to be back, uh, as always. And anything else you want to share before we go? We still have two minutes left, hon. Oh, how I said, awareness is the first step. So I would highly recommend everyone, whoever is experiencing any kind of stress, the first step is knowing what are the situations when you are experiencing stress and what you are feeling. And that would be the first step. Then you can start doing rather self-care routine or also ask help from a professional. We talked about that almost everyone is experiencing these symptoms and, and everyone is dealing with it. So it's totally normal, our everyday life. And just little adjustments can make a huge difference. And right. prevention is key here. And because if you're waiting and not doing anything, yeah. uh, can cause a big problem. Absolutely. Well, thank you again, Dora Kirame. You have a fantastic day. Thank you for doing what you're doing. And thank you for joining us again. And looking forward to the next time we speak. Have a great day, hon. Okay. Thank you. You too. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. I hope you got a lot of value from this episode. Thank you for listening. I have included a link in the description below where you can get a free copy of my high-performance eBooks to help you to take your performance to the next level. Until next time, take care.